It's time for the August 19, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. An askew view of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And that barking, shining pooch on a hill is Mahler, the reckless and dangerous dog. <laughs> it was a full moon night last night. I don't know. Mahler. Yeah. He's just been he's been at it. He's just been at it all night long. That's right. That. That. The full moon. I don't know what gets into him. Oh man. Today we'll be talking about burkinis, crystal meth, undisclosed cash payments, extreme vetting, and more. But first, yes. Olympic farts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been many of them at the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro. Two indoor swimming pools turned green by algae because of heat and circulation. That's what they said. That's what Olympic officials said. As if they couldn't plan to have, you know, less heat and more circulation. Yeah. yeah but no, no. but that's what happened. It turned green, these pools. And yeah. German diver uh, Stefan Feck said the whole building smells like a fart. <laughs> Is that <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Uh, a Kenyan coast would, was dismissed for impersonating a middle distance runner at, oh, a, yeah. at a urine test. Yes. This guy was old, too. He won a medal in 1984. <laughs> He's like 60 years old going in there saying, oh, yeah, I run a 400 meters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Ansra was a national 400 meter champion in 84. He was the second Kenyan official to be sent home after peeing in a cup. <laughs> I guess, you know, they can't being a cup without getting positive results for something. Well, yeah, he was just covered for that guy that he, yeah, yeah they, they said you passed the, uh, the, Pass, yeah, the, pass the, the PED, test, yeah. PED test, but you might want to have your uh, prostate, prostate checked. checked. Yeah, 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 so there you go. That's all that's going on. Uh, no, and a yeah. fencing match was stopped when a French fencer's cell phone fell out of his pocket. He was fencing. He was and fencing a, away. And his cell phone. You know, Enzo uh, Lafort was later arrested for texting while driving. That's a little <laughs> fencing humor there in case you're missing out. And, that is good. Yeah, That's very good. Like that? yeah. And American swimmers who claimed they were assaulted at gunpoint by Brazilians posing as police officers lied. They did. Yeah. Ryan Lockett and three of his teammates had not yet been, had been not been held at gunpoint. They had not been held at gunpoint yes, after a night of partying, as they claimed, or as he claimed. Instead, the men, while intoxicated, vandalized a gas station bathroom and were questioned by armed guards before they paid for damages and left. And then they made up a story because they're spoiled little American brats and Ron, we have he, to endure their he, privilege. Yes. Apparently, I didn't know this until this thing happened. That the guy is also a kind of a reality star guy. Yeah. He's got his own. Who isn't? Uh, yeah, I know, but I guess he's been famous for being kind of a, a douchebag for a long time. Uh, Can I say that on the. Yeah, I got it just did. Yeah, yeah. douchebag yeah, is yeah, good. Douchebag. Yeah, douchebag. And uh, it's Lochte, by the way. Lochte. I yeah. said Lochte, didn't I? Oh, okay. I kind of went Lochte. Oh, oh, there you I, go. I got, you know, because there's an H in there, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's another yeah. kind of. You just want to slap somebody that has it. Uh, a Belgian medalist in judo was punched in the face and robbed on Copacabana Beach. This is a judo guy. <laughs> Boom. That's Boom. it. Yeah. He didn't see it He's coming. out. Yeah. Yeah. And a new study shows that by the uh, 2084 Olympics, hot weather will make it nearly impossible for most cities to host the summer games mm -hmm. uh, unless they go indoors and run the air conditioning. 
Yes. That's what it's going to be like. And contribute to more greenhouse gases in the oh, meantime. Well, yeah, yeah, that was a joke, Mike. That, I get, that right, was well, a, just, that yeah, I didn't contribute to the greenhouse that's gases. See, my, that's, my, that's my proper. I'm so proper about that kind of thing. I, 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 okay. I stick up my butt. Uh, sorry, sorry. The Office of U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Another moon in the news, Mahler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He's he's been howling at the moon. That's not. This isn't the moon, Mahler. It's yeah. the, the other one. Anyway, uh, Ban Ki Moon acknowledged that the UN played a role in a cholera epidemic that killed more than nine thousand people in Haiti. Yeah. UN peacekeepers are accused of negligently bringing cholera to the island following the 2010 Haitian earthquake. A lawsuit in U.S. federal court seeks billions in damages from the victims. Ban's admission does not change the UN's stance that it has Ill, has legal immunity under a 1946 convention. I, you know, I got to I got to say, yeah, it's kind of hard to sue people that are they're trying to help. They just right. kind of didn't wash up properly. It was it was a water issue, a water yeah, quality issue yeah. that happened. And, but nine, it infected nine thousand people. Or 19, they said, yeah, yeah, the cholera epidemic did, Killed. and they did play a role in it. Uh, in South Sudan, the U.N. is launching an investigation into allegations that U.N. peacekeepers did nothing to prevent abuse and sexual violence against civilians there. Last month, troops fighting on behalf of South Sudanese President Salva Kiir went on a nearly four-hour rampage through a hotel compound. Witnesses say civilians were gang-raped and a journalist was executed. Yeah. And the U.N. just kind of viewed. The mayor of Cannes. In southern France, mm -hmm. banned full-body swimsuits known as burkinis from the beach, citing public order concerns. They were full-body suits that, that, you know, if you're Muslim, you can wear these. Oh, burkinis. 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 David Lisnard, mayor of uh, Cannes, that's mm -hmm. the film festival town there, said burkinis are a symbol of Islamic extremism and might cause scuffles. Mm. And you know, we don't like scuffles. I don't want to scuffle. You don't I want don't want to be involved in a scuffle. Not that's me. for sure. How about you, Mom? I want to scuffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's indifferent. Yeah. Yeah, don't sure. I don't think he cares. Uh, yeah. No, no. Come on, Baller. Bring it. You want a wimp. I know. Look to. I think he's been, you know, it's that well, it's full been, moon all night. Well, he's up all night. I mean, yeah. he's probably not, you know, 100% yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And in Italy, a legislator yes. called for parents who feed their children vegan diets. In, in, this is a legislator in, in Italy. He, uh, to, he called for parents who feed their children vegan diets to be sentenced to up to six years in prison. Elvero, Elvira, Elvira <laughs> Savino, a deputy of the center-right Forza Italy party, called for new laws that would punish parents who force reckless and dangerous eating behavior. Wow, yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, yeah. yeah. What's the matter, you? Huh? Yeah, what's the hey, matter? Yeah. Right, yeah, and let me tell you, if you want to see <laughs> reckless and dangerous eating behavior, come around here at dinner time, Mike. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time for dinner. Yeah, Mahler. Ooh. That's, that's just what he does for snack time. <laughs> He's a crazy guy. He's a crazy guy. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Oof. Wow. My uh, my headphones are actually vibrating. Yeah, good. Yeah. And speaking of reckless behavior, yeah. it must be time for Weekly Signals news from bomby countries yeah. where they drop bombs. 
In Turkey, at least five police officers were killed and more than 100 people wounded by car bomb attacks. The Turkish government blamed the attacks on the Kurdistan Workers' Party, the PKK. They're a busy group. Apparently. If like every week I'm reading about some bomb they've dropped. PKK? Yeah. Yeah. Something they've blown yeah. up. They're Kurdish separatists. Yeah. Apparently. Living in Turkey. The Kurds, you know, the Kurds want their own country. Kurd is separated. Yes, it yeah, is, it's by, its very nature. Yeah, by its very nature. Kurd, we, sh- we all know that. Yeah. The Kurds are separate. Russia's defense ministry says it has used a base in western Iran to carry out airstrikes in Syria, in Aleppo, Idlib, and Deir ez-Zor provinces. Mm-hmm. They're the first Russian strikes on Syria originating from a third country, Iran. Coming out of Iran, this is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? This is a this big deal. This is a buried deal. story. Nobody talks about no, this. No, no. We're talking about Trump's haircut. Yes. When this is important. Yeah, they're talking about the latest lunatic that he's added to his campaign. That's no, what no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but I'm not going to get into it. I'm just yeah. going to say. But Russia, but Russia is, is firing stuff into Syria from Iran. Well, they're they're So taking, that means. Yeah. They're the, using that, their airports yeah. to fly. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to get to the other Iranian story, I know. But the activist group Local Coordination Committee say nearly 200 civilians have been killed since Friday alone. This, is this comes Aleppo. as fighting in, uh, is intensifying around Aleppo, yeah. where millions are left without water or electricity. We've talked about that last week. It's yeah. just a mess there. The UN says it's a dire emergency. It is. Millions without water. Without water. Electricity, you know, well, you know, I, this I is, guess. Yeah, but. and this is not uncommon. Uh, the Syrian Assad, Syrian President Assad has been uh, using this tactic of starving people to death. He's surrounded other communities that have been resistant to his rule and just essentially starved them to death. This is not new. Uh, what is new is that the, on the scale of yeah. which Aleppo uh, now seems to be going on. U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrikes killed at least 19 people in Yemen after bombs struck a residential area and a school. That would be U.S.-backed. Yes, that's the that's the important thing. We have been providing logistical support and sending them weaponry as well. And witnesses say the majority of the victims were children there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's not good. U.S.-backed. Yeah, U.S.-backed. The thing about Yemen is is the country is is basically a failed state. There's really no government to speak of. Right now, it's just a matter of terrorizing the civilians. That's really what's going on. There's no military value in Yemen any longer. Yeah. I mean, there it, it isn't. It's, it's a failed state. There's nothing there. This is just pure, nasty vengeance. And as many as 15 people were killed after a U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrike destroyed a Yemeni hospital supported by Doctors Without Borders. The attack marks at least the fourth time U.S.-backed airstrikes have hit a Doctors Without Borders hospital in Yemen during the 17-month bomby country dispute. Yeah, there you go. It's just terrorizing these people. (sighs) And meanwhile, U.S.-backed fighters captured the ISIS-held Syrian city of Manbij, where residents celebrated by trimming their beards, burning nightgabs. That, that's the scarves. Okay. That, you know, that one that you're wearing across yes, your face the right one, now? Yes, that yeah. one. Okay. It's one of those scarves. You would just, you'd rip it off and burn it and if burn the U.S. trips came into KUCI right now. <laughs> and they also <laughs> celebrate by smoking cigarettes. There, well, yeah. there you go. Because they couldn't. They couldn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. What, I am sure, and we've said this before, I am sure there are just as many people in the Arab world who want to kill ISIS as we do. I, I have no... I would say there's more. I have more, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I would hope so. Yeah. 
In Kashmir, at least five protesters were killed after Indian security forces opened fire with automatic rifles on demonstrators on Monday, which happened to be Independence Day in India. So the Indians, I guess, celebrated by blowing people up. Demonstrators were throwing rocks and defying a curfew. Oh, that's serious. You, you don't want to, like, stay up after no, 10. No, it's the troubled teens in, yeah. in India that are defying the, the, uh, the curfew. So over the last, what is it, since July, 64 people have been killed there. Uh, the, after India security forces killed a Kashmir independence leader, they killed him, so people got upset. Kashmir. Uh, uh, and it's not just a Led Zeppelin song. It's the most one of the most dangerous places on the planet. Truly. Maybe it's not just the Led Zeppelin song. No, no, it's not. It's Led what Zeppelin, I'm come on. I'm sorry. What is, uh, what is Led Zeppelin anyway? A bunch of old farts. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like any of them, to I, tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a... Yeah. Yeah. It's blasphemy among it's some people. It's not blasphemy. No, it's for, just kind of uh, yeah. that cock rock stuff that yeah, I just... I after a while, you're going, come on, guys. <laughs> Put it to the, bed. The lemon song. Yeah. I always remember that. Yeah, I'll squeeze your lemon. I'll squeeze your lemon. <laughs> the Pentagon announced it's released 15 prisoners from Guantanamo Bay, marking the largest single transfer since Obama became president. The 15 men were sent to the United Arab Emirates. Each had been imprisoned by the U.S. for about 14 years without trial. Yeah. 14 years yeah without trial. There are now 61 prisoners at Guantanamo. Of them, 20 have been cleared for release, but some have been cleared for more than a decade. They've been cleared for release. Can you imagine somebody saying, oh, you can go home. You're cleared for release. Let's see. In 2026, you can go home. And by the way, uh, when you say cleared, let's let's say what that is. All the American intelligence services have said they are not a threat. And we, we have no problem with them leaving Guantanamo. That's yeah. what, it's not as if Obama got up one day and said, you know, I feel like releasing 26 more people from Guantanamo. It, they've, these people have been cleared it's by okay. a significant body of intelligence people. What's the problem? I, I, it's political. It's political. It's all political. It's a, every time these guys are released, the Republicans scream that they're going to come back here and kill yeah. every American or something. And I like to call this segment, uh, When Coffee... <laughs> Isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. What was that, Mahler? Wow. Uh, workers in Pyongyang, North Korea, were reportedly forced by the government to get tweaked on crystal meth in order to speed up the completion of a showcase construction site. Where was this? In uh, Pyongyang. Oh. That's North Korea. Yeah. A 70-story high-rise apartment complex and at least 60 other structures needed to be built real fast. So, so they're so, so they're, they're getting amped. They're, the government is encouraging methamphetamine addictions. Yeah, those guys order. are gonna, they're going to just start taking stuff, you know, and, and lying about it and, and stuff, yeah. and, and then helping you look for it. Helping you, you know? look. <laughs> <laughs> those guys are crazy. And then the dentists uh, in the, in that town are going to get a real busy real fast. Yeah, dentists. Start, yeah, their teeth start falling out. Yeah, uh, any international you got there, Mike? Uh, yeah, one that, that's really been under the radar. Under the radar. Yes, uh, and that is, yes. I hope you're not going to talk about this because we don't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Mahler's going to talk about it. Apparently there's a lot of discussion, serious discussion, yeah. that the Russians are massing. Uh, currently they have about 40,000 troops massed along the Ukrainian border. Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukrainian border. U- Just for what it's worth. Ukraine border. You don't, it's okay, like yeah. cream. You know, you don't say the. Okay, you, 
Ukrainian border, Ukraine yeah. border, yeah. forty thousand troops, <laughs> and uh, they have been used. They have been talking about the uh, sort of a provocation that hasn't happened by the Ukrainians. And there is, a, I heard someone who is very familiar, a Russian who lives in Russia, a military expert, talking about there's about a fifty-fifty chance that Russia will invade Ukraine yeah. in the very near future. And that there's a lot of other things going on which we don't have time to get into, but this is something that when it happens, this may help, I hate to put it in these terms, but this may help Donald Trump in his run for president. Well, then it's gotta happen sometime in late October. Yeah. As we call it, the October Trump surprise. Right. Yeah. It, will, it will politically make uh, Obama look feckless for having not been able to prevent it. Without feck? Without feck. And there's just a lot of things going on here that appears the Russians would love to see Donald Trump president putting that aside the idea that there is a very serious military threat going on with russia and ukraine right now uh, you're listening to kuci 88.9 fm irvine california visit us at facebook.com kuci 88.9 on our tumblr blog at kuci radio .tumblr.com or on twitter at kuci fm and now it's time for Drones in the News. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you. Wow, Mahler, you just came right into that one. Me too. Good. U.S. officials <laughs> claim to have killed the leader of the Islamic State in Afghanistan and Pakistan with a drone strike. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a big deal. U.S. officials said that Hafiz Saeed Khan was blown up on July 26th, according to the Pentagon. They're okay. just backing out, saying here. Mm -hmm. His death slows the efforts by Daesh to expand from its heartlands in Syria and Iraq into Afghanistan and Pakistan. Those countries are crowded with other jihadist guys like the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. So, you know, it's wow. kind of the uh, recruitment, I guess, will be down for... Uh, well for uh, the Islamic State, oh, for the ISIS guys. Yeah. It is the second U.S. drone killing of a big-shot militant in the region in months. In May, a U.S. drone killed Afghan Taliban leader Mullah Akhtar Mansour in a strike in Pakistan. Yeah. It does feel like the United States has mapped out Syria, Af Iran, or I mean, sorry, Iraq, the areas where these guys are pretty yeah. effectively. I, I, I have the impression that there aren't too many places that they don't know about. Yeah. in terms of places they could be hiding. Huh. And it just has that feel like they have really mapped this thing down to the square foot. They mapped it. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. like are, oh, yeah, they know where everybody's living. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of yeah, able to kind of uh, deduce pretty quickly what somebody's doing. They that. probably have tons of surveillance. Yeah. Oh my god, tons those are of surveillance. Oh, yeah. constant too. It was reported that a Russian drone accidentally, or maybe not so accidentally, flew from Syria into northern Israel where Israeli forces attempted to shoot it down. This would be the first time that Israel has fired on Russian forces there. The incident occurred on July 17th when a Russian drone flew in circles like it was on a surveillance mission over a kibbutz. Mm -hmm. So the Israeli forces scrambled two F-16s and launched a Patriot anti-aircraft missile to destroy the drone. And did they? Do we know? Uh, you know, they didn't ever say. <clears throat> okay. I think the drone probably got away because they didn't say. You know, yeah. They didn't want to embarrass the Israelis. But 
does feel like the Russians are spoiling for a fight, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're 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 now flying out of Iran. Well, yeah, but what do you? We're spoiling for a fight. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Spoiling no. for a fight. Okay. Yeah, hey, Jim, are you spoiling <laughs> for a fight? You, yeah, you yeah, yeah on you. Well, what do you say, Marlon? <laughs> Is he spoiling? Oh, Itching for a fight. All right. Itching. The U.S. firm Workhorse. That's a place, that's a company, Workhorse, created a drone delivery system called Horsefly. Mm. I don't know if I'd want my company's <laughs> product called Horsefly, but, but it is kind of horseflying. Uh, it falls within the Federal Aviation Administration's rules on delivery drones. Oh. You know how Amazon's been trying to do it, but you have to, <clears throat> you have to be able to see the drone. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that's right. you can't. You can't pilot it anywhere That's in right. a city. That's right. A horsefly is used during the last mile of delivery in places trucks or vans can't reach. The drone launches out of a truck where it remains within sight of the driver. Okay. So, yeah. 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 You know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Are you boy. done with drones? Why? Yeah. I got one more thing. Okay. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm I work, not done I, with drones. Uh, well, I mean, I work for. Yeah, a, a drone I work, thing? I, I work for a public agency, and yeah. we are now testing uh, the use of drones for our. Our purposes. Yeah, I and I was, at a, that. I was at a demo yesterday, and well, you're going to like survey uh, dams. Dams. Oh, good. Yeah, looking good. for damage or you yeah, know. Yeah, it's you know, perfect. Kind of, yeah, you and go the, up and down the dam, yep. around around the pretty, dam. But they had two different drones. They had a bigger version of a quad cover, like a six uh, six uh, winged it's drone. I don't know what sex copter. Yeah, and then we had a quadcopter, and it would and it would go under a bridge, and it could inspect anything that was. It's all visual. All visual. You're watching it happen, and you can see. But I mean, they weren't like radar in it. No, no, they were. You go up, and you see that they got, and the cameras are getting better and better, so the clarity is getting better and better. So if they see something, they can revisit it and like blow it up and stuff. And and this is especially uh, good in damage assessment after a natural disaster. It's just good period to know what's going on. When you were in places where you cannot get people, this is obvious about the, the the advantages of drones. But it was cool to see it in a very benign and and you know uh, a good idea to use drones for what we do. So uh, just yeah, reporting on that. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wow. Oh, that was succinct. Yes, it was. We get to the point. And can only mean one thing. I know what it means. Yeah, what does it mean, Mike? I thought it had to do with intelligence stuff, secret stuff. No. Oh. What is it? Give him, a, give him to again, Mahler. Oh, the, oh, no, it's Clown Car. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, where was I? I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah well, you're car. not sorry. Why well, be I mean, sorry? No, I wasn't. Li- I didn't. You should I, apologize for your stupidity. Now, is that what you're doing? I feel like it, it mitigates some of it when I do it. Yes, yes, <laughs> Mollers, yeah. remind you again. Yeah, clown it's car. It's clown car time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, time to talk about the yam. Yes. Yeah, the yam. A Filipino congressman calling for banning the yam from the Philippines. That's what this guy did. With he Duterte in charge? Ban, they want to yeah, ban him from... Duterte, okay, the uh, Filipino uh, version of Trump, Trump yeah. is, is leading their country. But this congressman wants to ban the yam from the Philippines after the yam referred to the Philippines as a terrorist nation. Oh, my God. And called its citizens animals. Get out. No. <laughs> Are you kidding? I didn't. I missed that one. Wow. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the yam just is all sorts of crazy Yeah, it's hard stuff. to keep up. Former New York City mayor and cross-dresser Rudolph Giuliani 
introduced the yam on stage in Youngstown, Ohio. That's where they get all amped up about the yam. There's something going on there in Youngstown. You. I know. Yeah, there is something about yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, Giuliani said, under those eight years before Obama came along, we didn't have any successful radical oh. Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. They all started when Clinton and Obama got into office. That's what Giuliani said. What did I say about him? He is in the early stages, mid stages of dementia. I think he's just completely losing it. I, he must. There's something going on, or he just knows he can get away with anything. Yeah. And, well, yeah. well, it was. And by the way, I, in case anybody doesn't know, Giuliani was mayor of New yes, York yes. when when 9/11. you know 9/11 happened, and and he's saying that there weren't any any terrorist attacks in the U.S. back then. I know. So it's pretty I, amazing I, that he would say that. But this yeah. has been it's, kind it's of the... It's like Hillary, you know. We're, we're saying that the, the Reagans were the number one yes. helpers of of, uh, of gays during the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, yeah, I know. They were the least helpful. <laughs> it's it's so complete, so completely wrong that you yeah. wonder if about their mental acuity. Yeah. You really do. Clinton's I mean, is a little bit less, but still. Yeah. Still, it's right there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, this has been a Republican meme for a long time that 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 George Bush kept us safe. That was always that. That was the thing they kept talking about. He was the commander in chief. He kept us safe when, in fact, the the, the single worst attack on the homeland occurred since, uh, under his watch. And uh, I don't know. I don't no. even know what to say. Well, either that or I think maybe nine eleven doesn't officially qualify as a terrorist attack anymore. Yeah. 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 It was just kind of a yeah. Uh, the the uh, reason a, we're spending accident. yeah the reason uh, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars in prote to protect us as a result of <laughs> that particular yeah. event uh, yeah uh, there, by the way uh, to Trump's credit I'll give this a little bit to him in the sense yeah. that he did in fact during the debates call out the fact that Bush did not keep us particularly oh, yeah, yeah, safe yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's he's, kind of funny and ironic and weird and political that. Uh, Julian would do that. During that speech, the Yam promised a system of extreme vetting, a new way rad ideological test for all immigrants. Yes. Yeah, way rad. Extreme vetting. <laughs> the Yam also said he'd create a commission on radical Islam, yeah. keep Guantanamo Bay open, and stop trying people accused of terrorism in civilian court. So we We're want just, them all in military tribunal. Yeah, that's what that's what the Republicans even want. U.S. citizens, yeah, even U.S. Yeah. citizens, and and remember, they qualify uh, environmental extreme environmental activism as terrorism. That's so right. if so if you put a nail in a, in a redwood tree yeah. to stop somebody from cutting it down, you're a terrorist. Right. And essentially, under the law right now, if if uh, Yam gets his way, you'd be tried in a military court. That's right. Former Fox News chair and sexual predator Roger Ailes is advising the yam on next month's uh, debate against Hillary. Yes, he is. Ailes, a fat pig of a man, has been accused of sexually harassing 20 Fox journalists to fillet him. 20. 20. When they refused, he tried to derail their careers. Yes, he did. Yeah. And they were smart, though. They were some of them were smart enough. They yeah. recorded these, yeah. and we're going to be That's hearing those. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. And the New York Times is reporting that New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's administration forgave millions of dollars of taxes owed by the Yams casinos to New Jersey, even after state auditors raised concerns some of the casinos' tax filings were fraudulent. Yes. When Christie was elected uh, in 2009 as governor, New Jersey was seeking $30 million from the Yams casinos yeah. for taxes. Two years later. 
What they settle on? Five million. Five million. So the Yam uh, screwed New Jersey taxpayers out of twenty-five million dollars. And by the way, who's heading up the Yam's uh, transition team well, to the White House? Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way. Well, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Christie. Yeah, Chris. Christie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The Times uh, went off on uh, the Yam's ex-campaign manager Paul Manafort's political consulting work in Ukraine. Yes. Uh, Manafort spent years consulting for former President Viktor Yanukovych, a real sweet guy. Yes, Russian yeah. stooge. Yeah, in the 1980s, Manafort consulted for former Philippine dictator Fernando Marcus. Yeah, this Another guy's a real jewel. sweet guy. Yeah, huh? these yeah. these people are pigs, really. Yeah, really. <clears throat> Absolutely. So Steve Bannon, the chairman of the conservative outlet Breitbart News, took over from Manafort as the Yams campaign chief. Bannon is a former Goldman Sachs executive who built Breitbart News into a slimy far right wing website that runs headlines like birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. Yeah. Come on. There's another one. You come can, on. Do you like that one? Though? I like that one. Oh, yeah. The birth control. Does it make women unattractive and crazy? What are they thinking anyway? Birth control. Does uh, abstinence? No, I think... Well, abstinence makes me unattractive and crazy, <laughs> but that's another whole matter. And the other one, you like this one better? Well, Trannies whine about hilarious Bruce Jenner billboard. I don't and know. And they did. I think they did whine, whine about that. I just... I mean, the whole thing. No, it's... it's. The, I don't care about the headlines as much as I care about... This is... This is typical this is yeah. not atypical of the kind of stuff that is going this to... is this runs as news yeah this yeah. runs as news yeah. and, and yeah, I, yeah. I don't mean that I, I, i'm yeah. just kidding about the trannies yeah. whining they probably thought it was hilarious i'm sure they did uh bannon and and what am i talking about they the heck am i talking about I but I know which we, you know what i, I mean understand. yeah, they, yeah they, they narrow these people into groups yeah, and yeah. then you try and talk yeah, about know, them and then I you make exactly. mistakes and, and embarrass yourself suddenly... manon is considered to be the most uh, second most influential figure in conservative media behind rod rails yeah yeah <laughs> well now the speculation is that uh trump is actually kind of Playing the end, the end game here is that he knows he's going to lose, or he has yeah. a pretty good idea he's going to lose this election. That he might be trying to put together kind of a media conglomerate, a media Trump operation. Trump TV. Trump TV to yeah. to rival Fox News. Yeah. Which ironically, I'm sure Roger Ailes would love. There's a there's a uh, uh, stipulation in Ailes' uh, agreement to leave Fox. He got forty yeah. million dollars, by the way, to leave Fox. That he cannot work for any of the major networks, for, or can't work for any network for four years. So he's going to be working for CYAM pretty soon, he's right? Good, yeah, he's going to be working for a completely new network. That yeah. could be the, the way he gets around that. And the YAM continues Jesus. to refuse to release his tax returns, citing an audit. A series of tax experts say it's possible the YAM pays no income taxes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I heard an interview with a reporter who's been following Trump for 35, 40 years, and he said that his tax attorney, he had interviewed uh, uh, Trump's tax attorney, and during this investigation into his taxes, the uh, the attorney said, "That's not the tax return I signed." So Ooh. we have this his his preparer forgery saying, "I I that's my signature, but that's not the tax return that I." Yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah, yeah this is this stuff, especially tax return stuff, gets Mueller pretty. Oh, what? Pretty, I don't. Pretty I don't blame. Him. Yeah, because Mueller files his taxes. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, he yeah. makes a lot of money yeah. on those Mueller, you know, those drone T-shirts. Those drone T-shirts. <laughs> he's he's yeah. cleaning up. On the other side of the most 
pathetic presidential campaign in history, Hillary Clinton's tax returns revealed that 96% of their charitable donations donations last year were made to the Clinton Family Foundation. 96%. <laughs> See, people, this I is I am so what, generous. Oh God, I'm oh so very God. generous. Here, let me give to myself. You she and Bill earned $10.6 million in 2015. More than half of that income came from speeches. They paid a tax rate of about 35%. Between 2007 and 2015, the Clintons made $150 million. Her transition team, which would set up her administration, the White House, as you know, Mike, will be run by former Interior Secretary Ken Salazar, who supported fracking. He's a pig. The Trans-Pacific Partnership and the Keystone XL Pipeline. He's a pig. And those are all just horrible projects. He's worked for one of the largest law firms in D.C. Go ahead, tell us what that name is. I mean, go of, ahead and tell well, me. Well, I know what it's that in the story. Is. I know it's in. I'm just. Saying. I don't know. It's not in my story. It's not. No. Oh, okay. Bernie Sanders opposed those initiatives. By the way, mm. uh, forcing Clinton to apparently temporarily change some of her positions on those issues. Right. What was the guy? Um, the governor of Virginia said. Oh, Hillary's going to support the TPP. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you... Yeah, look, guys, I know you wanted Bernie, and I know you all voted for him. I assume that you're rational people, and you would have voted for Bernie. We wouldn't be having this discussion right now. Trump would be down 15 points. He would be dead right now because Hillary... They're both lucky. They picked the two, the, the two of them running... They're running against two of the most unliked political candidates in the history of the republic. As, as a result, we're going to go back and forth with this kind of nonsense for the entire election cycle. Yeah. We are. And it just, Bernie, not a, he's not without fault, but by God, we would not be answering questions about $10 million in income and the Clinton Foundation and emails and all the rest of this nonsense. And we wouldn't wonder if he was going to oppose TPP or fracking or any of the stuff that matters. <sighs> Meanwhile, lawmakers in Washington, D.C. began reviewing FBI documents on Clinton's use of a private email server as Secretary of State. The State Department said it will release some of Clinton's emails to the conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch. Clinton's campaign continues to face questions after 44 State Department emails released to Judicial Watch revealed close ties between the Clinton Foundation and the State Department during Clinton's time as Secretary of State. It's just going to get uglier and uglier and uglier. The American Red Cross is calling this week's flooding in Louisiana the worst disaster in U.S. history since Hurricane Sandy in 2012. It's not good there. You know, I mean, I, I can't believe the pictures. Nobody's really, this is all like second place stuff to the lunacy that's going on either at the Olympics or, or with Trump. I know. And, and we're talking about Trump, but, but nevertheless, this is the important story about the country. We're talking about something that's comparable to Hurricane Sandy. At least 13 people were killed after a 500-year storm submerged parts of Baton Rouge and the surrounding area. State officials say the destruction may result in the worst housing crisis in the re- region since Hurricane Katrina in 2005. And that was bad. And, and rightfully, uh, President Bush was pillared for his inaction and for his lack of empathy and all the rest yeah. of it for Katrina. I got to call out President Obama. I, I mean, I don't, he went, I know we went on vacation. And I know that, I mean, I, th- that's what we got, we got all up in Bush's face about when, yeah, when he that was, happened. He just kind of did a flyover yeah, and looked down fly, and yeah, said yeah. he felt bad. Well, but. And I, I, know, I know there were, you know, 
I know you can't drop a president into the middle of a disaster situation and expect that to not interrupt the operation to help these people. I get that. But it does seem like there's virtually no um, discussion about this. Yeah. Like global, global. Well, limit. he's not going to, you know, is Hillary going to take Louisiana? I don't think so. That's right. what it's about. Well, I, I hate to think that that's right, but it's hard not to think that's right. Mosquitoes are spreading Zika virus in Miami Beach. The health department's daily report said that there were two new local infections in Miami-Dade County and the U.S. declared a public health emergency in Puerto Rico yeah. after the island reported nearly 2,000 new cases of Zika over the past week. More than 10,000 cases of Zika infection have been reported in Puerto Rico since December. And we, yeah, and starting to... Now it's and there's something else that's, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of important. Yeah. Apparently, the uh, U.S. Um, um, emergency system, emergency medical system, is really ill-prepared to deal with this. Yeah. There is a real crisis around, around the corner if we don't... With this around Zika, yeah. Yeah, around Zika. And here's some good news. The Justice Department plans to end the use of its private prisons after officials concluded private prisons are both less safe and less effective than prisons run by the government. Yeah. I remember when this all started and we were saying exactly that. Mm. Yeah. That, you know, the private sector says thinks it's more than it really is. It always talks about corruption and they call corruption perks. Right. When, when, when something goes right. sideways in, in their... Uh, tax form it's a perk when something goes sideways with the government it's it's a it's corruption by the way let's i mean it's this is great news but yeah. there are still a lot of people in jail in private oh, yeah. prisons i mean there will continue to be this doesn't apply to every part of the federal well, they're going to phase out is what it is i understand this, is, this isn't just a they're close not, down they're not going to renew these particular contracts yeah. and then they're going to review some of the other ones but it, it it it's great but there's a lot of state governments that are using private prisons yeah. this is really kind of the tip of the iceberg and but it's good news but it is good news good news it, yes Aetna, the third largest health insurance company says it will cut its participation in the affordable care acts marketplaces next year by two-thirds and that was after the justice department moved to block its merger with another healthcare company. So this is all just this is a pissy Aetna. Is well, this is, is extortion on the it, part of the... Yeah, uh, Aetna claimed it faces more than $300 million in losses this year as a result of its participation in affordable care. But in a letter sent to the Justice Department in July, Aetna CEO Mark Bertolini uh, threatened that Aetna would reduce its participation in affordable care if the Justice Department blocked its merger with health insurance company Humana. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, you know, trying to get back. And, and in the meantime, we all suffer. That's right. And yeah. one, of the, one of the reasons that Obamacare seems to be in a little bit of trouble is because so many of the Republican governors have refused to join the Medicaid part of Obamacare. Yeah. Therefore, there's, and, and yeah, there's a lot of things that are structurally wrong with this including there's no cost controls, including there's no ability to drive down the price of medications through negotiations and all that stuff. We need Medicare for all. Let's In Milwaukee, this. a police officer shot and killed an 18-year-old black man who was fleeing a traffic stop with a gun. Riders in the most segregated city in the U.S. burned down an auto part shop, a beauty parts store, gas station. They went crazy, yeah. and in a way, rightfully so. Scott Walker activated the National Guard. It's a mess there. It is, yeah. 
in the city of New York agreed to pay more than $4 million to settle the wrongful death lawsuit filed by the family of Akai Gurley, an unarmed African-American father who was killed by police. He was walking down the stairwell because the elevator was broken and, right. and they shot him. They shot him. Yeah. Uh, also in New York City, health officials say the number of people who have been diagnosed with 9-11 linked cancers has tripled. That's tripled. Nearly 5,500 first responders and local residents have now been diagnosed with cancers linked to the toxic smoke and dust of 9-11. That's up from fewer than 2,000 cancer victims in 2011. And that's alarming because, you know, this is, what, two years later? What happens two years from now? Right. Are we going to go up to 10,000 cancer cases related to 9-11 or 20,000? In Illinois, Governor Bruce Rauner or Rauner, signed into law a domestic workers' bill of rights. That's cool, because a lot of domestic workers, they don't have anything going on. And in California, authorities ordered more than 80,000 people near Los Angeles to evacuate as that uh, blue cut fire kept growing. This comes as scientists have confirmed July was the hottest month ever recorded, making it the 15th straight months to smash global temperature records and this is human-fueled climate change, and nobody's discussing it. No. Nobody's talking about it. No. We got a presidential campaign with one denier and another one who wants to frack. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she's a woman. <laughs> don't don't go there. No, I'll go there. That <laughs> pissed me so much. You know, when we're just looking at policy. I know. I know. And everybody, but it, you know, it's it's a woman's turn. <laughs> this a woman's turn to do what? A woman who, yeah. I, yes, I don't, yes, I, I know, man. I'm, a black coating of biofilm is growing on monuments across Washington, D.C., part algae, part bacteria, part fungi, and it can't be killed. Most scientists say the presence of a biofilm causes deterioration of stone. So we got the biofilm that ate D.C. In other words, they got this black crap on, on the Washington Monument, Lincoln's Memorial, really? and they can't get it off, and it will probably, over time, uh, you know, erode it so we'll have the parthenon that'd be pretty welcome to 21st century america yeah. and an f-22 aircraft from the 192nd air wing was temporarily grounded on june 11th after crew members at joint base langley at Ustis in virginia discovered nearly 20,000 bees hanging from the jet's exhaust nozzle following flight operations wow. they just like it there they were trying to stop it, I think. They were probably they're trying to get, get their the peace, attention. They're peace bees, and they're trying yeah. to stop I would hope bullets. so. Yeah, there they're you go. peace bees. By the yeah. way, it was Wilmer Hale. Oh, yes, uh, I yeah. know. He's a big fan of bees. <laughs> Wilmer Hale is the name of the law firm that Ken Salazar came out of. Wilmer. Wilmer Hale, which yeah. is one of the big, powerful D.C. law firms. <sighs> Anything for me, Mike? Anything. Anything at all, Bueller. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just it's so... Manding. Uh, you have a, a philosophical, no, uh, some sort of, some, some sort, sort of wisdom bon to bond as we head out the door. You know, no, we're just, no, I, I, just, know, we always, no, I, I just feel like we're talking about negative stuff. I know, it and I was, feel bad, but it should, should empower you to go out and punch someone in the face. That's right. Or at the least judo just, guy in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it should no, empower no. you to do something uh, positive. Okay, and well, to be aware of what's going on, and when, when, when somebody is, is like dumping a lot of crap into the ocean, get angry. 
All right, well, something positive. Uh, Bernie Sanders does continue to be active in the political process. He is supporting probably a half a dozen congressional campaigns as well as two or three of the more significant senatorial campaigns. And he appears to be doing well in terms of galvanizing support for these different candidacies. And if Bernie can do this, if his organization can continue to be a force for positive political change and really impact the ability of the Democrats to gain control of the Senate and possibly get closer to gaining control of the House of Representatives. He will be seen as a force to be dealt with and be much, much more difficult to marginalize him come the election of Hillary Clinton. And finally, a train in Iowa derailed and crashed into a trackside bar yes. named Derailed. <laughs> can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.